Well, a very good morning, afternoon or evening if you're listening to this from around the world. Uh, it's me, Costa Sam, or Sam from Costa Sam Blog. Hi. Uh, and today I have been given the honourable duty of being today's news host. If you listened recently, you would have known that the wonderful Brett, he took over the news segment. I think Ryan is really, really getting tired or flagging or something because he's making us do all the work. So, um, yeah. so today it is now my job uh, to host this wonderful Disney Parks news episode. So I, I don't know where Ryan is because last week, if you listened, Brett, he was hosting the scare news that we did. This week it's the Disney Parks news and Ryan's got me doing all the work. So seriously, Ryan, he just needs to he needs to pick it back up. This is it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, so it is falling on me to host today's news episode, which is great. And boy, oh boy, do we have some news to cover over the last few weeks because there's been lots happening within the Disney and theme park community. But... It's not just me here today. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me introduce you to the wonderful, wonderful, uh, the usual comrades that we've got happening. We've got the wonderful Brett from Theme Parks by Brett, modern extraordinaire, designer, scare aficionado. Brett, introduce yourself. Here he is. It's Brett, ladies and gents. You need to stop saying model extraordinaire. People are going to get the wrong idea. I'm not a model. I make models of things. Okay? you are a model. Well, I... Yeah, but that's your own personal opinion, Sam. You know, we've got to keep that between us, haven't we, really? <laughs> and of course, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a theme park leapy news episode without, of course, Mr. Ryan himself. Ryan, where are you at? Aloha. I'm good, thank you. How are you, Sam? Have you finally decided to actually show up and do some work? Have you rather than get everyone else to do it? Well, you know, I, I like to do my nails and, you know, make a few crossword puzzles and things like that during the podcast, so... <laughs> I thought, you know, another great opportunity this week. Why not? I'm, I'm, I'm so, so glad that you're working so hard. Thank you very much. And of course, this wouldn't be a Disney Parks episode without having a wonderful Disney professional with us. Ladies and gents, it gives me great honour to finally introduce the most Disney person one would probably ever meet. She is a fantastic tour guide, performer, Disney extraordinaire and someone that I'm very, 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 very proud to call one of my Disney best friends. Ladies and gents, it's Taylor. Sam, that was so nice. I have been very lucky to meet you on Disney Cruise Line. Uh, Before that, I worked in Walt Disney World, just to give a bit of a background. And now I live in Central Florida. Um, But I'm really excited to be here, and I'm very excited to talk with you and uh, Brett and Ryan about all things Disney. All right, marvellous. So, Let's crack on. So we're going to go and look at some of the news that's happened over the last few weeks across Disney properties, uh, spanning many of the Disney parks around. So my first thing that I wanted to talk about today was that Disney came out recently and said that they've replaced and updated the new key to the world cards that they use at uh, Walt Disney World, which begs the question of magic bands. Now, we know that magic bands were slowly, slowly, slowly being kind of brought out and then kind of taken away. We know that they're now not being used as much. They're now not being given as a free perk, amongst other perks, but we won't go into it. Um, And so I wanted to just discuss with you guys, you know, with the new kind of news and then making it a big feature that they brought out these new special Key to the World cards, is this finally a strong step towards Magic Band's becoming redundant in the next few years like what, what what do you guys think 
Yeah, I I think unfortunately I think we may be seeing the end of the Magic Band potentially uh, because I think there's a lot of technology built into your phones these days that can do similar things. The only question I would have though is that they, they did invest quite a lot of money into technology so that when you were on a ride that it could the magic band would kind of pick you out so that you would get a photograph of yourself and then you'd use your magic band to get the photo now technically you shouldn't take your phone on a roller coaster with you so are they going to roll back that technology or or not uh, that's the question but yeah i think unfortunately we might be seeing the end of the magic band yeah absolutely right no i think that's that's interesting i think the technology that we're now seeing uh, with the apps being constantly developed you know with the disney parks play app and obviously the mind disney experience app um we know they've painted some new technology around the parks as well um a few uh, well this was actually a year ago this came out but um of, of tracking your eyesight and where your eyes looking so they can work out where best to advertise things um taylor i know you've obviously had a lot of experience at disney world what's your what, what's your thoughts on magic bands and and key to the world cards and, and things like that i mean i really like that feature that we were just talking about with the photos on the rides because it's so much more convenient you just walk off and then you get that photo right on your phone so i wonder if it'll go back to that you know tap to get your picture type thing at the exit of the rides which i don't mind but i think it just needs to be consistent because even now it's still some rides you have to tap it to get your photo some rides it automatically goes on so i think that they just need to pick something and stick with it and really make it streamlined throughout the whole park yeah absolutely i think i think consistency is the key um brett i know you've you, you've yet to, to head to a disney park but in your experience with with sort of ride photos and and technology in theme parks um as a as a potential guest in in the future what do you think the parks could potentially do to make your park experience and your entry and the kind of operational day-to-day basis easier as a as a prospective guest yeah we all see uh i i don't know if this is a thing so much in american parks but we see a lot of uh you know like ride time boards around some of the uk parks and things and and those are started becoming a little bit obsolete because everyone has a an app on their phone where they can track the ride times so i completely agree that everyone has a phone and everyone will will be downloading these apps over time so i i think that the the way forward would be you know to have it on the my disney experience app um they you can do absolutely everything on that app now it appears from the stuff i've seen uh even you know order your food and and queuing and all these different things on it so i i 100% believe that they'll eventually just go down that route and it will be better for it because it'll all be in one place you won't have to think do i use my magic band for this however I do like the look of the magic bands and I like that you can get all the different themed ones and stuff like that. So that's something I'm sure people will miss, I'm sure. Yeah, I think the the thing is uh, the magic band is almost like a, a badge of honour, you know, to either say, yes, I'm, I'm staying on site or yes, I've bought myself a magic band. And, you know, you can choose one that suits your personality. So personally, I'd go for the, the villain's magic band one that has gaston on because gaston is my favorite character 
And uh, Shelley, uh, she'd also go for a villains one with Ursula on, someone like that. But then Sam, I think you'd probably go for uh, for old puppy, wouldn't you? You'd go for the for the Pluto uh, magic band. So oh, yes. how they're going to get around that one, I'm I'm not really sure. Well, and also, does does a key to the world card if they are going to use those for for on site guests? Does that kind of hold the same? It doesn't quite feel as solid or hold the same kind of prowess, perhaps, as a as a magic band. And if everything's going to be on your phone, how are they going to make the phone experience kind of collectible um, in that in that way? And for add-ons and stuff. I mean, yes, you can maybe get virtual badges, but I guess the only way that they could perhaps do it is if you could kind of get levels on the app and you could unlock certain privileges if you got to a certain level. Perhaps I don't know. Um, I mean, uh, Taylor. When 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 you've gone to um, D- D- Disney World and such, have magic bands been something that you've thought, okay, yeah, like I I must wear my magic band or or I must get this certain magic band, or has it kind of just been more of something like, okay, I've got to use it to get in and then I'll put it back in my pocket. Well, being that I worked at the parks um, for the whole time that I was in college, I had a magic band that was like on my key ring, like I was just ready to go whenever. So I had a. Uh, a castle magic band and it had fireworks on it so it's very cute uh, and I still have it to this day so it definitely is kind of a a piece of memorabilia or a collectible of that time that I went to the parks you know every weekend just because I could so I think that like you were saying Sam they'll definitely need to come up with something maybe kind of like the Apple wallet where you can keep your tickets and you can look back on them I don't know if you guys keep your old boarding passes but I do so maybe something like that where you could keep your old room keys or something like that in a virtual way just something so you can still look back on your trip and have something a bit more tangible than just your phone for the week you know i think that's a great idea absolutely oh there you go disney if you're listening absolute copyright to uh, to miss taylor there um okay so i wanted to move on now quickly to a piece of interesting news uh, that that sort of well it is a bit sad frankly primeval well uh, a few weeks ago was confirmed and was seen to be being removed. Uh, you know, pieces were, were removed from the coaster and it was confirmed all over the smorgasbord. Um, this was a few weeks back, but we haven't yet discussed it. And so I just wanted to get very quickly your individual kind of thoughts on, you know, are, are you sad that this has been removed? Uh, was it, was it, or was it a bit of a hit and a miss? And also, why do you think it's been removed? Let's get some speculation. What could perhaps be, um, be going in its place? It's the worst roller coaster at Disney World. <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. It's um, it's quite rough. It's it's uncomfortable. Also, it doesn't help that it's quite a generic ride type. So I wouldn't be very sad to see it go, uh, personally. Okay, strong words there from Ryan. Um, Taylor, how do you feel about it? I was actually just at Animal Kingdom with my sister over Thanksgiving week, and I didn't know about Primeval World, so I was excited to go on it. I took her over to Dinoland for lunch, and then the ride was just closed. So I, it's not necessarily something that I'm going to miss, but I definitely wanted to ride it one last time, so I'm a little sad that I didn't get to go on it. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's not a great you know, Disney experience ride, but I think it's kind of meant to be a kind of cheesy ride to go along with the Dinoland theming. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Brett, we know, uh, and for anyone that doesn't know, Brett is a massive fan of Crazy Mouses. And I know technically this kind of, this is a variation, I guess, of a Crazy Mouse. Um, 
if I've got that wrong, then everyone's gonna gonna murder me online. Uh, please don't murder me. Um, but I'm pretty sure it is a variation of a crazy mouse. Brett, how, I know obviously you, you may you may not have experienced it, but how how, how do you feel seeing a, another crazy mouse kind of? I mean, we we've all ridden one of these regardless. I've never been to a Disney park, and I've been on a Disney roller coaster technically because everyone has a Zamperla wild mouse. Um, these things are, are, are built as, as traveling rides. You, you can go to, to your, your average fairground and, and find them. Uh, so to think for a second that there's one at a Disney park just baffles me. Um, I looked into it. I, I've seen the theming to it and I didn't quite get it from what I saw in videos. I thought, well, this, this isn't Disney, right? And then I stumbled across a video literally last week where it explained the point of the theming. And the point is that it's supposed to be like a, a, a set-up fairground in a, in a kind of a parking lot. There's, there's old lines that are faded from where the, car, the cars used to park there. And I just thought, oh, actually, that's really clever. Obviously, I've never been there to experience the full, the full idea of, of the area, but it, it took me a while to, to get over that hurdle. And now, as soon as I found out its real purpose, it it turns out it's going. I don't think that Disney can do any worse than a Zamperla wild mouse. I do. You are right, Sam. I love the original wooden wild mouse coasters. I think they're absolutely mental. They go. They they literally try to kill you. It's it's the best version of whatever's so scary about a roller coaster. Um. So. I'm not so sad that we're use, losing a, a Zamperla Wild Mouse because I can go to one of the piers in Blackpool and ride one. I can go to Fantasy Island and ride one. It, 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 there's very there's, there's plenty of them. Absolutely. Um, that's, yeah, very well said, Brett, I must say. You're very good at this. Okay, so finally, I wanted to touch on some more recent news. Uh, California Adventure, everybody. Yeah, hey, uh, finally, some good news for the West Coast. Um, it is opening, but perhaps not as fans would have hoped. So, uh, California Adventure, the park is opening for unlimited seasonal offering, essentially what it seems like, where they're going to be offering some shows, some entertainment, and some of the restaurants, and the opportunity to at least go into the park and experience it but without the rides. Um, interesting idea. Let's just very quickly, because I know we've only got a few minutes left. How do you all feel about that? Taylor, you grew up going to California and obviously being, you know, being based there and growing up there from, from, from your childhood. Does California Adventure warrant um, just kind of walking around? With, is that something that you would do, kind of walk around and, and, and shop without it for that long? How, how do you feel? Yeah, I, I definitely would take advantage of it if I was still there. Obviously, I know restrictions are really, really tough in California right now. So I know that they'll take it seriously and that they'll make it a really safe event for everyone. So if I was there, I would be going. My stepmom actually works out in California for Disneyland in technology, and she's been heading all this stuff. So um, it's going to be great, and I'm really excited to see what they do with it. So I thought it was Disneyland Park that was opening because i know they did open california adventure a couple of months ago i'm not sure if it had to close again so is it just california adventure that's reopening again not disneyland so they're kind of extending it right yeah i think it's i think it's um from what i can see it is just 
yeah it's just uh disney disney california adventure because it was i think originally just uh the downtown disney area but then they moved it out to california adventure i'm pretty sure yeah they did but they did open california adventure um because they were they were letting people in but you you could only go to like a shop and get some coffee and kind of sit around um I think um, I think it, that was a while ago, though. I remember seeing some videos. I'm not sure if it had to close in between. Um, so I don't know if this is like a reopening again, or I'm not sure. It's a little bit confusing because it's very different to what's happening in in Florida. I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's a new um it's a it's a whole new event that they're offering. So is that right, Taylor? I mean, um, it seems to be they're offering entertainment and dining, and it, in in all within this kind of new um kind of offering for the park. Yeah, obviously, um, my stepmom's been pretty hush-hush about everything, but they basically had to redo a ticketing system for this. So it's kind of like a, a food and wine, but not fully. So it's it's just enjoying the park, but in a in a different sense of more, you know, merchandise and food and walking around rather than rides, like you said. Um, and I think that the confusion comes with how much of California Adventure they've opened so far. Because I think they've only opened Buena Vista Street and over down to um, Tower of Terror, or Guardians rather. But now I think they're opening more of Cars Land in that bit. So I think it's just kind of extending where people can go because right now it's pretty closed off still. Yeah, that kinda, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's. Fun. it sounds really fun. I mean, we, we, we knew in, in the UK... As all Alton Towers had to do was open its gardens and, and people flocked there and there were, there were hundreds of people there every day. And so you'd ima- you can imagine over in California where the parks have all been closed for, for so long now uh, that people will do anything just to get a little a little taste of it. So I'm 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 sure it'll be very popular, um, and there'll have plenty of people there. I just hope everyone can stay safe and they can show the the governor that they can keep everyone safe and hopefully they can, you know, start to reopen some more of the park. Absolutely. I mean, if there's one thing that we that we all know as Disney fans, there is such a place at Disney for just sitting down and taking in the general atmosphere. That's something that Disney parks do so well is just creating an overall ambience. And um and I think especially for people based in California who have uh, not being able to visit the parks in such a long time, just the opportunity to go in to, as you say, you know, Ryan, you know, taste some of the food, uh, pick up some of the atmosphere is just going to be so refreshing um, and lovely. So it sounds fantastic. Um, and great to, great to know, Taylor, that your, your, your um, relative is, is working on such a fantastic event. Awesome. So I think that really does it for this week's Disney Parks News. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, No doubt you'll be hearing from the wonderful Ryan and Brett in more episodes. And I'm sure, Taylor, we'd love to have you on again if you'd be willing to come on board. Um, But thank you all very much for joining us. Thank you for listening. Uh, Do you guys want to remind everyone where they can can find you? Um, Brett, do you want to remind people where, where where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me uh, mainly on Instagram under Theme Parks by Brett. That's got all of my theme park related artwork and models and stuff. I'm not an actual model, as Sam seemed to claim at the start. Uh, however, there are models of uh, rides on there. So there you go. Fantastic. Thanks. And Ryan, where can, I mean, and people will know where to find you, but give yourself a plug for the sake of giving yourself a plug. Yeah, uh, Theme Park Loopy, as you know, it's the podcast that you're listening to at the moment. But do come find us on Facebook, on Twitter, 
or on Instagram. We also do have a YouTube channel uh, where we have a few videos on there and we'll be doing some more. So yeah, come and find us and say hello. Uh, and also if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, remember to click follow or click subscribe to the podcast. And of course, we must say a humongous thank you to Taylor for joining us all the way from Florida. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. Taylor, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Well, I'm on Instagram at Tay Longbreak, L-O-N-G-B-R-A-K-E. I know it's hard to spell, but uh, I'm private, but my DMs are always open. So if you ever have questions about working for Walt Disney World or Disney Cruise Line, shoot me a message and I'd love to talk to you. And thank you for having me on the podcast. It was so fun. Absolutely. We've loved it. And, you know, we'd love to see you on again. That is for sure. Anyway, thank you very much for listening and bearing the sound of my voice for the last 20 minutes or so. Um, I hope you don't have a headache. uh, And I'm sorry if you do. Take some paracetamol. See you very soon, everyone. Take care. Bye bye.